I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm Curtis Jones. I am Cody Gagbo. Putting on the Liverpool top for the first time, it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment. Pre-order the new LFC 24-25 season Nike home kit now. You can pre-order it today for delivery from the 16th of May at your official LFC stores. Online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app. You will never walk alone. And welcome back to the Liverpool Groove. Now, unless you've been living under the rock for the last week or so, you'll know Jordan Henderson has left the club and has moved to Saudi Arabian club El Al Etifak FC, joining Steven Gerrard over in Saudi Arabia for obscene money. Um, now, I'm joined today by Cassie from the Cop Out uh, organisation to just, just discuss that a little bit and obviously try and understand the feelings of of the LGBTQ plus community and why they do feel the way they do about the, the Jordan Henderson move. A lot of people will understand and agree with with how they feel. Sadly, there won't be people that, that do agree with that. So I felt this was this was important to do. So Cassie, thank you very much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. Honestly, I really appreciate you taking the time to speak to us about it so we can sort of educate people and let them know how we're feeling. Yeah, absolutely. As I say, I think it's I think it's important to for people to do that. Um so before we get into the move properly, for people who might not be aware, can you just tell people a little bit about cop outs and, and your involvement with them? Yeah, uh, so cop out is LGBTQ plus support group a fan group for Liverpool fans um it was founded in 2016 by the chair Paul who is a good friend of mine uh, and it's basically just a safe place for queer LFC supporters to come together watch football feel seen uh, and also we like to raise awareness of like some challenges and some concerns that we specifically face as LGBTQ plus people um yeah it's absolutely fantastic and I would encourage anybody who is part of that community to sign up and join us yeah absolutely before before cop outs was was formed and and things like that and before you were involved with them what was your experience like going the match as as a member of the lgbtq plus community um good question it was daunting to be honest with you um i had a very similar experience to other queer people that i've had this conversation with and it was basically that I sort of split my life into two. Like I was, I was a bisexual woman who like had a girlfriend day in day out. But when I went to the match, I was like a straight woman, and I I go with my dad, and I would be a red. You know that the two never really crossed over at any points, which I find to be really sad. Like they're two huge parts of my life. Like I'll be a red for the day I die, but I'll also be like a gay woman until I die. And it's sad that they were separated at some point. Um. So then I finally got involved with cop outs and I've sort of worked my way up and now I'm on the committee and it, it's changed for the better really because I can I feel like I can support my team in my most authentic self and I can also be a queer person at like supporting the Reds. You know what I mean? It's been just a lovely crossover for two really important things in my life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the work they do. I've I've only recently sort of 
come across them and looked at what they actually do. But what I have seen, it's it's been fantastic for all involved. So I do think it's a really important cause. Um, how supportive have Liverpool the club been to the cause over the years? Oh, massively. Like, um, I, I won't lie, like it's even shocked me. I know that obviously being gay isn't political, but in this day and age it kind of is. I, it's surprising that LFT would get involved in such a political thing because, you know, they could get, and they have done, got a lot of hate for it and maybe lose fans and things like that, but that's not really stopped them. And, you know, um, our chair, Paul, has had, like, conversations with Klopp. He's had a sit-down conversation with Klopp and same with Jordan Henderson. And they work with us recently. We, like, gave them the okay for the Pride match that they've done and um, been speaking to them about, like, logos and things like that. They're, they're constantly in conversation with us. Uh, Rishi, who is the uh, equality and diversity lead for LFC, he is just the most beautiful man he'll ever meet. Like, he's just been the best ally. Like, he's just such a sound person. Um, and he shows up. He's shown up yesterday for the march. Um, they, they've just been so responsive and it's been so, so gorgeous to see. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously you get a lot of support from other fan groups and things. I've seen, obviously, Spirit of Shankly are very supportive um, oh, yeah. of it. Um, the disabled supporters group, they're very supportive of it. So it's... I think it's been good in in bringing sort of wider communities together to just all be respectful and and accepting of everyone yeah. at the match. Yeah, absolutely. It's been really lovely just to, you know, to have like that solidarity from other people and um, you know, everyone just come together as like supporting like the Reds and like this like the beautiful game as they say. You know what I mean? And everyone just come together and have a good time and respect each other as you say. Um. Yeah. So yeah, it's been it's, it's lovely. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So moving on to the deal with Jordan Henderson, um, just just explain the the f- feeling you got when, I mean, first of all, when the deal was sort of first rumored, but then more so when it actually was about to go through and, and everything. What what were your sort of immediate feelings in that moment? Um, disbelief at first. Um. I think it was my partner that sort of broke the news and um, she's from Melksham. So she's, she's a new red, if you're, she's a new football fan. And uh, so I was surprising that she had told me and I was like, no, he would never. And yeah. I, I was sat in my living room. And I was like, he absolutely wouldn't because he, first of all, like it's horrendous over there. And the, the, the things that go on, like, I don't think he would ever support that. And second of all, like it's I, I, just not in him. I don't think it's in him, which is naive of me. So disbelief, absolutely, at first. I was in disbelief. I was shocked. Then when things were looking a bit more serious, it was like, oh, shit, is, is this happening? Like, what are we going to do with this? Like, you don't want to comment. You don't want to say anything. And then when it's getting even more serious and you find out he's going for his medical and, you know, when you, you hear rumours of someone going for the medical, like, it, it, it's a done deal, really, isn't yeah. it? So you've kind of got to start coming to terms with things. And as cliche as it is, I been through like a roller coaster of emotions like I've been really angry I've been really hurt um I've been really like upset that he would do this and people have said don't take it personally but I feel like there has been times where I've took it really personally and it's just so so sad and like I feel like how I'm feeling today about it is still devastated like unless he he turned around now and said like I take it all back and even then I'd still be hurt Mm. Uh, just forever now, I will be like heartbroken by this man's decision. 
Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's understandable. And as I say, um, you know, a lot of people will understand that feeling. And unfortunately, as I said, there will be some that, that don't understand that feeling. Jordan mm. has obviously been a massive supporter of the cause throughout his Liverpool career. He's arguably been the most vocal supporter of it in the entire Premier League. Yeah. Would, would it have been easier if he'd have never offered that level of support? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I've thought about this quite a lot, actually. Absolutely. I think that, you know, like with Gerard, like he's gone and it's that stings. It really stings, but like it doesn't as much as it does with Jordan because he was, I mean, I'm, I'm nearly 26 now. He's been like a huge person in my life as a football fan for the majority of my time as a football, football fan. And yeah. like, I think I think that's why it stings so much is because he was always there and then he went out of his way um to defend us and to stand up for us. And if he'd never done that, would it have bothered me as much? I don't think so. I think that it would be sad, yeah, and I'd be gutted that someone who is, you know, from a a team that is like inherently has like socialist values, that it would upset me, yeah, but absolutely not to the length that it has now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So there's obviously been a lot of talk on social media, uh, Twitter and, and things like that. People saying, you know, that he's turned his back on the LGBTQ plus community. You know, I think very notably mm-hmm. Thomas Hitzelsberger has sort of called him out. Um, even Don Jolly, I've seen, called him out, which I wasn't expecting that one, I'll be honest. Um, mm-hmm. But there's, you know, there's big names sort of calling him out and things. Then there's people who will say, you know, if he's not going over there and actively supporting the laws that Saudi Arabia implement or or agreeing with them, then they don't see the problem with that. Is the feeling for you more that him going over there in the first place is, in a sense, supporting what they do? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that like, him going over there is, is, is enough. You know, he's put money into their economy, which supports them and their government, and which therefore supports their laws you know and it's not even just a a queer issue it's like you know like an issue of human rights it's an issue for like women religious discrimination is rife over there misogyny rife over there like there's no free speech no protests are allowed there torture is used as punishments I think that the minute you go over there you're supporting that like that unfortunately that is the bottom line like you could never I mean do you believe that you could go over there and go but I don't agree with what they do in this country. I don't. I don't think anyone could say that. Yeah, it it's obviously a very it, it's a very difficult it's a difficult approach, especially when someone has been as supportive of of the LGBTQ plus community as as Jordan has. It, mm. I can see that it would be difficult for him to go over there, and I'd like to believe that there was that it was a difficult decision for them to make, actually mm. deciding on the move. And, I, I, you know, part of me would like to believe that it wasn't just money. Um, but again, it's it's football. There is a good chance that that, that is all it's boiled down to. If, yeah. if Jordan does go over there and does decide that he wants to try and use his voice to educate the Saudi people, he's obviously, he's a big figure. He's going to be, he's well known anyway, just because he's been associated with Liverpool for the last 12 years. If he decides that he does want to try and use this to educate the Saudi people and see if he can try and implement some positive change over there, would that change any current feelings towards him at all? 
Um, I'd, I'd like to believe that, like in an ideal world, that would be, you know, that would be gorgeous. I'd love it if he did that, but there is no free speech there. And like that, the last person, to my knowledge anyway, that went there and was speaking about pro LGBTQ plus rights got 450 lashes. I don't see him doing that and, and mm. going out of his way. It, it, it was hard enough for him to do it here, I think. Yeah. Anytime a footballer speaks out on something like that, I, you know, applaud them massively because it is difficult. It's, it's be even harder there, you know. He's not going to do that and then be subjected to lashes, you know what I mean? Like, I would love to think that he'd go over there and try and speak out about it, but, you know, even even their video where they said, oh, you know, we've just signed Jordan Henderson, they've they've, they've put, like, a black and white box over his captain band where he's got yeah. the, um, the, the rainbow on. It, 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 it speaks volumes, you know. So, yeah, yeah I, it would be gorgeous if he could go and do that, but realistically it's impossible free speech is illegal speaking out on something like that is illegal there so it's not going to happen unfortunately yeah no it it, it does seem unlikely um to give them a, a, a minuscule amount of credit saudi arabia i know that they have made some significant changes to their culture in recent years i know now and I, I want to just point. I want to just say this now. To us, it sounds ridiculous when when I'm about to say what I'm about to say. But to Saudi Arabia, these are significant changes. So, and women mm-hmm. are now allowed to drive over there. They don't have to wear a hijab if they choose not to. They don't have to go out with a with the husband and things like that. I think there's also now mm-hmm. um, there is actually a beach where women can go and you know they can be in a bikini if they choose and, and things like that. So again, they sound a bit. They sound mad to us, but to them, they are yeah. significant changes. Massive. Yeah, they're, um, huge. they're absolutely huge. Very recently, the Saudi authorities have alluded that LGBTQ plus visitors are welcome in the country, albeit somewhat vaguely. Do you think it is a step in the right direction towards them actually making more major significant changes? I think... Th- the things that have changed that you just mentioned, the laws that have changed, I would say yes. But for the last, um, I read an article recently saying the same thing, that they welcome they welcome us uh, as tourists. And I, I have to say, I think that's a load of rubbish. Um, I don't think that's true. Like me and my partner have to look into the, a country's politics when we go on holiday. Like, can we hold hands in the street there, et cetera? Um, I think what they're saying there is, oh, don't let the fact that we hate you and have laws against you stop us, stop you from coming here and putting money into our economy. I think that that that's silly and quite transparent of them. Uh, I don't think any queer person would feel comfortable going there. Uh, and just because you might treat your tourists in an okay way doesn't mean you can treat your locals, your the, the people of your country in the barbaric way that you do. Um However, the things you mentioned before, you know, everyone, we've got, we've all got to start somewhere. There were some awful laws for us, what, 60 years ago, and things yeah. have changed massively. So it, it it's lovely to see, and I hope it continues in that way. I really, really do. Um, but then and only then is when I would say it'd be okay for a football to go over there when, when things had changed. Yeah. Yeah, and you make a great point there, to be fair, you know, the way they treat visitors may be one thing, but the way they treat their own people could be a completely, completely different issue. So I think I think that's a, a very, very good point to be fair. Um so you mentioned a little while ago the club have been very supportive of 
LGBTQ plus people in general. And obviously, you know, the causes that the likes of Cop Out and other organisations are fighting for. I seen the support was very, very apparent at yesterday's Pride event. Is why is the club not facing too much criticism for accepting the Saudi money with this move? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think that people like to have someone to blame and it's easier to criticise Jordan Henderson because it was his decision and, it, it you know, the fault mainly lies with him. I think it's easy to criticise him and rightly so. Um, I think that people are just pushing their energy onto him and then people who, are, who don't have the feeling that I have and that many of us have of like anger and disappointment they just don't care. I think people don't care enough to even think where the money comes from. As long as the club are getting money and, you know, we're progressing, then I don't think people care. And that sounds a bit harsh, but I, I have spoke to several people. Like I was, I was in the pub the other day and I was speaking to a lot of the lads there and they were basically just saying that, oh, you know, money's money hmm. sort of thing. And I disagree with that entirely. Uh, and I do think, like I do question the club's ethics and their their morals for accepting this money, I really do. Uh, and I couldn't tell you why other people aren't. I think I think it is just people like a singular person to blame. It's much easier to do that. So I think that's why Jordan Henderson is getting the majority of it. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it will probably boil down to people view Liverpool as a business, and you can't really choose who you're in business with. Whereas Jordan Henderson mm. is is a person. He's had these beliefs. He's had these these models, and mm. obviously. You know, members of the community feel like he's abandoned a lot of these models. So I think it's yeah. I think they feel like he had more of a choice than the club, possibly. Absolutely. I think he he is an individual, he is a man who has spoken out on what he supposedly believes in. Um he didn't need to do that. He absolutely didn't need to do that. People have been saying, Oh, what do you expect from footballers? Footballers, you know, aren't political figures, etc. But, you know, he went out of his way to to stand up for us and to support us. And, you know, he said, oh, hang on, I don't like what's being said about these group of people. I don't like the treatment that these group of people have. And then later on in life has gone, mm, well, I'm going to go and join those people that did that. I'm going to go and join their oppressors. So absolutely, I think you're right. Like, he's lost a lot of, in, like, like, where is his integrity? That's what people are questioning. Whereas yeah. the club have never really, it's not one person, is it? No, no. Absolutely. So why is why is Jordan's allyship being questioned more than others? Even looking outside of football, you've I've seen the likes of um prominent allies such as the likes of Jennifer Lopez, Kylie Minogue, they've gone over and performed in places like Dubai, all these big grand openings for, for hotels and stuff. And to my knowledge, I, I don't see that their their allyship has been questioned nearly as much as Jordan's. I will. I do agree with you on some level there. I think that um, definitely hasn't got the same amount of hate. I know in my circles, quite a lot of people have been to Dubai and places like that, and have and we've all been upset by that. And people, things have been said online, like especially Twitter, things have been said. But I think that we just see this conversation a lot more because you know how many times you scroll past a tweet about Kylie Minogue. Yeah. I think that a lot of us are involved in football and know people that like love football. And so those things do come up on our feed a bit more. Uh, not saying that people have had the same 
energy. I don't think they have. I think you're right. I think that we could all do well to note that we've got to hold everyone to the same standard here. Like if we're going to call someone out, we have to call everybody out. Um, so you're absolutely right there. But I do think it does. It's worth noting that you know we're in the UK. Someone around us likes football. If you don't like football yourself, someone around you knows it loves football. So those yeah. conversations do come up. Um, yeah, yeah. You you mentioned there that there's you know people in in your circle of friends that have been to places like Dubai and and things like that. Um, I sort of said on on Twitter the other day that a lot of people who were criticizing Jordan Henderson for going over there, you know, they could be people who've who've actually gone themselves on holiday to to the likes of Dubai or you know your Jamaicas, your Egypts, all these types of countries that people see as as tourist hotspots, but they actually criminalize you know LGBTQ plus people as well. Do you think? Obviously, you're not gonna. We're not gonna know for for certain. But do you think that there is a slight level of hypocrisy with some people, even if we don't actually know that there is kind of thing? Absolutely. Um, none of us are perfect. Um, I think that in activism, in in every conversation about human rights, you could be talking about climate change. You could be talking about um civil rights. You know, nobody's perfect there's always some level of hypocrisy there you know I could talk about how I want you know sustainable fashion to be on the forefront of everyone's minds when they go shopping but you know I'm, I'm sat here wearing a t-shirt from Primark you know who are the mo- they're not the most sustainable company in the world so there's yeah. absolutely a level of hypocrisy there um I don't know if our wires got crossed before but my I'm saying in my circles people had criticized the singers for going to Dubai so oh, I don't right, personally sorry. know anyone who's who's holidayed there. However, I think you're so right that there's definitely people who are outraged and then you, you scroll back on their Facebook and they've, they've definitely been on holiday somewhere similar. I think you're totally right. I think that, and we, we all are hypocrites, but it just depends on how you deal with that and if you're self-aware enough to sort of reflect on that and notice it and go, mm, shit, okay, yeah. I'm being a bit of a hypocrite here and you sort of like rectify that, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, absolutely, I think that, Everybody could be doing things better, um, but it, because I'm an imperfect activist, would never stop me from calling somebody out. No, no, absolutely. Um, and I think it's important that you know. I, I think, I think there just needs to be some. I think there needs to be a bit of balance with it all. Like, obviously, you're very passionate about your beliefs with with Jordan here, but you're not sort of. I've seen people who are passionate about it, but uh, shouting and screaming at people who, who don't don't agree with them and and trying to cause friction amongst amongst other fans and things like that. And you know, you see it when the club put that the support and pride and things like that, and you get people from these other countries. I'm done with the club, and I can't believe the support and this and things like that. But I think it's refreshing to have someone who who can come on and and have a an actual conversation about it. Because I think that's the only way people are going to get educated about it. Yeah, you're right. There's no, there's no, who's going to learn from someone like screaming at somebody? Uh, and don't get me wrong, like I, I, I've been at the point at times where I've wanted to like scream at someone and be like, oh my god, I, I just love this woman and that should be okay, you know? Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I've, I've been there wanting to do that, and when things are so personal, it's understandable that people get so emotional about it. 
Um, does it work when it comes to like educating and empowering people to stand up for that? I don't think it does. You know, I'm in a very close circle of friends and one of my close circle of friends is the majority of them are straight men. In fact, I think they're all straight men and we all go and watch the footy together and we all sit and watch the footy together and they will constantly say to me, like, if, if you would, you know, come out here shouting or like kicking off on us, I don't think I would have learned anything. But because you sit down over a pint and have a chat with us, it's more digestible. I don't feel like intimidated by it all. And I feel like I can, I can ask questions in a safe space. So whilst it can be frustrating that we sort of have to, I don't want to say minimise ourselves, but we have to sort of think, overly think of how we are getting ourselves across. I think it's still worth doing because it has worked and it does educate people and it does empower people to to be allies and to stand up for us and also like learn about our community themselves. So I think you're right, like it's the only way to have these conversations. There's no There's no good comes from screaming at each other ever. No, absolutely. Um, so this one's a little bit of a hypothetical question now. So with Jordan leaving and obviously James Milner leaving as well, there is the possibility that Mohamed Salah could end up being the next Liverpool captain or vice-captain. With that, obviously him being a, a Muslim, there, there is the possibility of him then not wanting to support the various campaigns, the rainbow laces, he might not want to wear the rainbow armband. If that was to be the case, what would there be any would there be any sentiments of a similar feeling towards him as he is to Jordan now, or is that completely different? Do you think? I think that's a very very difficult one. My sort of thoughts on religion and human rights and the respect I have for people. And their religion, there's always been, I will support whatever religion you support. I will support your want to support that. Um, as long as it doesn't infringe on anyone else's human rights, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else, it doesn't upset anybody else. I think that I think that would probably be a conversation that the club would have before they made him captain, potentially. Yeah. Um, but let's just say they didn't, and then that did happen. It would be sad. And I think that people would be upset. I would be upset. Um, I would support his religion and I do support his religion, but I don't support the part of his religion that says that it's not okay for me to exist. Yeah. So in that sense, like it would it would raise some questions for me with the club and what they choose to support. Yeah. Um, but in no way would that be me be me saying, I don't like Salah's religion, I don't like his beliefs, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, I think, yeah, people would be upset and people would be hurt because what would they do? Would they just say, drop the rainbow laces campaign? We're not having any, uh, the captain band isn't going to have a rainbow on it anymore. Like, there would be really difficult conversations that would have to be had after that. Yeah. Do you think because it would be more a religious aspect with, with him, if that was to happen, there'd be probably more understanding about his decisions in not supporting them. You know, I think Mo seems very progressive in, in things like that. Obviously, he's he's gotten a lot of stick over the years from, you know, other Muslim fans for putting a Christmas tree up and things like that because his daughter wants one. Um mm. but I feel like with him, I think if he if he chose not to support it, I feel like there'd probably be a, a slight a, a bit of a level of understanding with him. 
Yeah, I think so. Actually, I think there would be. Yeah, I think. I don't know if that would be. I don't know if that would directly be from queer fans. I think that the majority of queer fans, anyway. I think that we would still be saying that you know our right to live comes before his religious beliefs. Yeah. But I do think that on the outside of that, there would be people that would go, well, it's his religion, so let him believe what he believes. But then, like, my question to those people would be, why did this man's religion, which is a choice, come before how I was born and who I am? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So before we, we finish up then, um, again, for, for people who might not know, just uh, let people know how they can follow cop out and how they can support what you're doing so we are on twitter uh which i now believe to be x <laughs> at <laughs> at lfc underscore lgbt and then we're also on facebook uh, and there's a direct direct link on facebook if you just type in cop out so the direct link for how you can join us then there's a telegram group chat where we all chat about the footy and we all arrange to meet up and things like that Um there are events you can come to you could there are friends you can make there's a great conversations to be had so i would absolutely encourage anybody to to join us and support us in any way they can yeah absolutely uh well cassie thank you very much um hopefully this has been you know an educational sort of discussion for people to have and hopefully you know there is that bit more understanding for people out there even if this only helps one person understand the feelings of the community better then it's a success in in that sense so Thank you very much for coming on and, and you know, taking the time to help with that education. Yeah, no worries. And thank you so much for, you know, giving us. Yeah, yeah, no, my, my pleasure. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Please um, amplifying our voices. It's, honestly, it's, it's refreshing and it's appreciated. Absolutely. I'm happy to do it. And, you know, any support we can we can offer, then we'll always be willing to. Thank you so much. No problem. Sports Social Podcast Network.